Day and welcome to another episode of Live Till 5. It's Friday, May 25th, 3.04 p.m. Broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of Harvest Family Radios. This is KHMG 88.1 FM, Barragata, Guam. And you're listening to Live Till 5, episode 266 on this Friday, May 25th. Our live local talk and variety program every Friday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. Have no fear. If you miss part of the show, you can always tune in Saturdays from noon to 2, Sunday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. So catch us on the rebound Saturdays, noon to 2, Sundays, 7 to 9 p.m., where you can listen to the show rebroadcast in its entirety. Many of you can't listen wall-to-wall, two straight hours of radio, but you can always tune in to the rebroadcast. You can also listen online through our live stream khmg.org khmg.org this show and many other great shows are turned into little podcasts that you can download from our website khmg.org or you can just listen to the live stream just click on the listen button and you don't have to have a radio to listen to the radio anymore you can just listen on your computer there at work or on your tablet or your smartphone anywhere you have internet access also let us know you're listening follow us on facebook Harvest Family Radio Guam, follow us on Facebook. Give us a little subscribe so that you can follow all the updates we put out there. The Anytime we have a new podcast we upload, we try and put a link out there. Different interesting articles and just a way to engage you through social media and a way for you to let us know you're listening. You can send us a private message and give us a little thumbs up on some of the things we post. You can repost our content as well, and we appreciate it when you do that. So... Harvest Family Radio Guam on Facebook, khmg.org on the web, 88.1 FM on the radio dial, etc., etc. It's a great day. May 25th. School is out. This place is a ghost town. No car line today. The staff are mostly gone or heading out as they're getting their rooms inspected before their summer break. We had our little going away luncheon for our staff, some tear-filled moments saying goodbye to some of our old-timers and uh, excited about what lies ahead as well. So it's great, great time to be part of Harvest Ministries, I must say. It's it's awesome. Enjoyed working with so many wonderful people, and we look forward to working with many of those same people, plus adding some new people to the team this next year. So exciting times. May 25th, let's take a look at uh, the observances for this month. This list of monthly observances and holidays is provided by none other than Bob the Librarian, your librarian and mine. That's Bob the Librarian. It is National Electrical Safety Month, Foster Care Month, Good Car Keeping Month, Guide Dog Month, Hamburger Month, High Blood Pressure Education, Inventors, Lyme Disease Awareness, Meditation, Mediterranean diet, I need that, mental health, 
military appreciation, moving, pet, osteoporosis prevention, photo month, physical fitness and sports month, physiotherapy, preservation, recommitment, salad, salsa, the sauce, not the dance, service dog eye examination month, national smile month. There's a lot here, so I'm just going to keep going. Stroke awareness. I'm on a roll. Sweet Vidalia onion. Water safety. Vinegar. Youth traffic safety. Older Americans. That's a nice way of putting it. I said older Americans. Personal history. Pet cancer awareness. Uh, Let's see. Prepare tomorrow's parents. Ramadan. React. Revise your work schedule, social security education awareness, skin cancer awareness, spiritual literacy, strikeout strokes, teen CEO, tennis month. Wow, there's a lot happening this month. Uh, Textile month, Tourette's syndrome awareness, ultraviolet awareness. I just don't see that. Get it? Um, I just don't see that. Chris is trying not to roll his eyes. Because you can't see the ultraviolet spectrum with the naked eye. That's why I said, I just don't see that. It was kind of a play on words for those of you listening at home. Anyway, hey, women's health care, worldwide homeschooling awareness, uh, Young Achievers of Tomorrow, and National Family Month are all happening this month. Now, this week, this week, uh, including the 25th, we're ending up uh, EMS, Emergency Medical Services, month health and safe swimming week is uh ending this week heritage breeds week african violet those are those ones with the fuzzy petals it's really really pretty uh let's see that's ending this week yes i know about african violets and i'm not ashamed to say it uh let's see here new friends and old friends week ends tomorrow hopefully the friendships last longer than the observances Unicycle Week ends tomorrow. World Trade Week, Backyard Games Week, Polka Weekend starts today. Polka, polka, polka. Polka, polka, polka. Anyway, <laughs> what was that? What was that polka guy's name? Um, the uh, Kenosha Kickers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the Kenosha Kickers. There you go. Polka, polka, polka. Yeah, anyway. Mudbug Madness Days. Tire Safety Week starts this weekend. Old Time Player Piano Weekend. I don't know if you've ever seen those. They're the kind that... It's a, it has a device, almost like a giant... Um, like a, We just had a little power fluctuation. Uh, like a giant music box, but inside the workings of a piano, and it can continue to play music, even if no one's sitting at it. A lot of... Old-time Westerns have those player pianos in the old saloon. Uh, Let's see here. Great American Brass Band Week is coming up. And then special daily observances. Today being the 25th. Cookie Monster's birthday. Don't Fry Day. Heat Awareness. International and National Missing Children's Day. Tap Dance Day. Uh, Let's see. Nerd and Geek Pride Day, Towel Day, World Thyroid Day, tomorrow, Amateur Radio Military Appreciation Day, Heritage Breeds Day, that's Livestock and Poultry. Uh, Let's see here. Paper Airplane Day is tomorrow. 
Sunday's cellophane tape day. I think it's like clear tape. Indianapolis 500 is Sunday. Grape popsicle day. Let me just say that uh, I haven't had one of those since I was seven. And that does not sound tasty to me at all. Grape popsicle day. Maybe maybe you disagree. I could go for maybe an orange or some other citrusy kind. Maybe even like a cherry or raspberry. But grape popsicle doesn't sound very good to me for some reason. Sounds like frozen grape Kool-Aid, which is the worst of all Kool-Aids as well. Hamburger Day is the 28th. Uh, let's see here. We also have Memorial Day, of course, the 28th. And Whooping Crane Day. Whooping, not whooping. Whooping, whooping Crane Day. 29th, Composting Day. International Day of United Nations Peacekeepers. Learn about Composting Day. It's kind of getting a little double coverage there. Pink, Fl- Pink Flamingo Day. Uh, let's see. Digestive Health Day is the 29th the 30th. Mint Julep Day. National Creativity Day, Senior Health and Fitness Day, Save Your Hearing Day, and Want a Flower Day. And then the 31st, Corpus Christi Day, Macaroon Day. That's the coconut cookie, not the sugar French uh, treat. Speaking Complete Sentences Day, uh, What You Think Upon Grows Day, and Multiple Sclerosis Day, and No Tobacco Day is the 31st of May. A lot happening in the month of May. This is, a, this is a long list. Thank you very much, Bob the Librarian, for helping us out with that. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, our drinks have already been delivered by the Hub. And we're going to play a little What's in My Coffee with Lawrence, Sebastian, Chris, and myself, and you, the listeners. Stick around. More Live Till 5 after this short break. More live till five. It's three seventeen p.m. on this Friday, May twenty fifth, episode two hundred sixty six of Live Till Five. I'm glad you could be with us today. Our theme today is summertime. We're gonna be talking about everything. I'm gonna be talking about uh, watermelon. I'm gonna talk about summer sausage, uh, pork and beans. Um, uh, we're gonna talk about German potato salad and gout. Because all those things seem to go together. So, a um, little bit of everything. What do pork and beans have to do with summer? Pork and beans. That's a picnic food. Well, it is. Okay. Yeah. Vandy Camp's pork like and beans. Baked beans. You don't even have to heat it up. I know that. You can do baked beans. really didn't know that. Yeah. You can yeah, do baked was, beans or pork and beans. We had those with hot dogs at all our 4th of July. And yeah. It was always in there. My, my grandparents crazy like soup it up. Yeah. Now, that's we would add the barbecue sauce and the brown Bacon. sugar, and you make baked beans. So, now you got Bush's baked beans. But then... In the old days, all you had was Vandy Camp pork and beans with a little chunk of pork fat in there, huh. just as like a little mystery 
No, oh, I know those. I yeah. just didn't and know. And that it. was a it was a picknick was food. A you didn't have thing. to you could serve it room temperature. You could serve it right out of the fridge. You could serve it heated up. It didn't matter. They're about the same quality no matter. Right. And, and so beans, potato salad, German potato salad, mm-hmm. summer sausage, and gout. They just all go together. Okay. Usually in direct succession. And so yeah. we're going to talk a little bit about that and where did summer get its name? Words that rhyme with summer, like bummer and bummer. plumber. Um, well, I guess that segment's over now bummer. already. There you go. Dumber. N- and nummer. Yeah. Gummer. <laughs> Yummer. What's gummer? Like these brownies. Yummer. <laughs> that segment's over. Yummer. I just used, uh, I just, I just uh, yeah, kind of did the whole thing. That was great. <laughs> all right. Well, we are all here um, because we have something in common. Uh, every Friday afternoon, we hang out on the air and our listeners. I get to listen as we, I guess listeners listen, it's kind of self-explanatory, but they uh, get to hear us talk about what's in my coffee, a little segment that's provided to us by our friends at The Hub. Hebrews Worldwide Coffee Shop and Books are the best little coffee shop on Guam, offering an endless variety of coffees, teas, baked goods, a number of other gifts, and eagle apparel, and school spirit memorabilia. Going to be on limited hours during the summertime. We just don't have as much foot traffic without the school, the full-blown school going on. But it will have adjusted hours, which we'll mention next week. But they graciously, even though they were closed this afternoon, brought us drinks and treats. So we're going to play a little What's in Our Coffee, where we describe to you what our drinks taste like, and then we'll tell you what they are. We don't know what they are. They, they just put a number on them, and then we have the big reveal at the end. And so we'll start with Chris. It looks like you have the only hot drink of the day. I also have the only drink that has my name on it. So, it says Mr. Harper, so I knew what it was immediately. Mm. This is a hot mocha, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if it's got my name on it, it's got to be a hot mocha. So, I sure. appreciate that, Kayla, if you were you were the one who did that. I'm sure she was. Fantastic. I appreciate it. This is my standard drink, and uh, it's the one I always get, and so there's no guessing needed this mm-hmm. time around. All right. Hot it's mocha. Yeah. And you would recommend that to our listeners? I Yeah, I recommend it to listeners. And I tell you what, pretty much everybody now, I think, makes the mocha like I like it, which is that's basically a coffee with a little chocolate in it mm-hmm. rather than a chocolate drink with a little coffee in it. There you go. I like it the, the former rather than the right. latter. You like the coffee to be in the driver's seat. Exactly. And the chocolate to be in the back booster seat, buckled in, under control. Right. That's I. I wouldn't have come up with that, but I. That's the picture. It's about I have right. In my brain. It's about right. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Okay. Now, Sebastian, you have a looks like a a whipped whipped blended drink. A whipped blended. Yes, this is, I believe, to be the best drink in this room. Really. Hmm. I I also believe it's the Kona Mocha, which is the best drink. That is a very good drink. And um, what does it taste like for um, our listeners that can't see it? Have you ever had Kona, like yeah. the island or the what is yeah. that mountain or I don't know what is Kona. I really don't even know. It's a Hawaiian. Oh, no. It's a. It's <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought that was leading you to to water. Yeah. It's a type of coffee bean raised in the I think in the, the big Kona island. region of the Big Island. Uh, yeah. Yes. So it's a Hawaiian it's a, it, coffee. It's a huge bean as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kona, the Kona is is a popular drink, isn't it? So it is it's, good yeah. that you guys it's are giving some area, historical information. It's the area that that bean is grown, yep. and yep. it's not uh, extremely expensive to get 
in Hawaii. It is an expensive coffee bean. It is per pound. But in Hawaii, you can pick it up Very at, a, at a local Costco for uh, for a pretty good yep. price. Locally actually. sourced. So last last week was the Java chip, and that's yep, that's Indonesian. That's a good Java. <laughs> Java. Yeah, and that's where it came is, from. Uh, that's the name, at least. The Kona. Yep. Where is Kona? Yep. Where, where is it? The Big Island. Of the Hawaii. Big Island. It's a it's a oh, it's a plant. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a the coffee. Kona, yeah, I think the Kona region. range of mountains. I think is where I the plantations the are. I represent the, the clueless audience that doesn't know anything about. That's coffee. okay. Yeah. And we might be making up some of this. <laughs> I'm not. I just bought my dad some on my last trip. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and uh, and he, he said it was awesome. It's like thirty five dollars a pound if you get pure Kona. Ooh, so most of the time it's right. mixed in with other other beans. But yeah, really good Kona mocha. Good. That's my, that's my guess. You look happy. Super happy. All right. Lawrence, how about your drink there? Um, I haven't had one of these in a while. I haven't been on the show for a while, actually. But I haven't had one of these drinks. This is none other than a Mint Monsi Fruit Splash. Mm. And uh, it's got kind of a, everything you'd want in a cold drink. A little bit of a kick from this Fruit Splash part. Yes. A little minty part, but really refreshing um, calamansi, and, and it's a good combo. Nice. It's really delicious. Nice. I'm drinking uh, iced. Here, just a second. Oh, boy, that's good. Uh, this is this is surprisingly Tasty. and uniquely thirst-quenching. Mm-hmm. You know, some drinks, they're sweet and it's good, but then you need a drink of water afterwards. That's this drink. Yeah. Or, or you know, it's it's pleasant, but you wouldn't want to drink a lot of it. This here would be, if you were really thirsty... This would quench your thirst. It kind of hits you in the back of the tongue and then in your throat. And it's like, mm, oh, wow, I feel like I just had my thirst quenched. And I walk in, and I need a thirst-quenching drink, and this quenched my thirst. I'm trying to use quench and thirst as much as possible. This thirst-quenching drink is some type of tea. I don't know what it is. It's, it's something usually used for a hot tea. Um, and you can tell, you can see the, the deluxe-sized bag in there. And then it has some honey in it. Um, so I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it's, it's super tasty. Um, might be a vanilla, one of those Madagascar vanilla bean. Let's see. Uh, someone has a hot mocha. That's Chris. I'm looking it's at the, the list for the big reveal Number here. One. Uh, I have the vanilla bean tea with vanilla in it. Go figure. It's a double vanilla vortex. Okay. And, uh, mint Monsi for Lawrence there. And the Kona Mocha Frap. I knew it. That's So they pretty much read our mail and knew what we needed today. So thank you very much to Jeremy and all the baristas down there. And we didn't mention our other treats. Oh, yeah, they're gone. Um, we received some brownies and some M&M cookies from Perisco Bakery via the hub. They're good. They're really good, and they're almost gone. So... Lawrence and I split half a brownie and half a, we each have half a brownie, a half decision. a cookie. A yeah, decision. that's the way to go. That's the way to go. Brothers in arms. <laughs> in snack arms. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry, I'm chewing a cookie now. Okay, guys. Uh, sorry, listeners. I was swallowing the M&M cookie. It was really good. I'd recommend for yeah, our listeners to soft. go there. You guys would enjoy stopping by there during the summertime. Limited hours, but if you're involved at all with Cool School or... In the area, you should stop by. We'll announce the new hours next week. But a lot of fun to have a coffee shop on campus because it's a great place to go and meet folks, have free Wi-Fi. And the profits, the proceeds from the coffee shop all go to missions. 
they're not profits actually. Yeah, they're yeah, proceeds. A, the proceeds, the right. the everything above and beyond overhead goes to missions. And so we've had we've had at least uh, $80,000, $90,000 since the coffee shop has opened go to missions projects that would not have otherwise gone. So that's the whole reason we started it. That's why we you know, we call it the hub now because it's kind of a consolidation of a couple of different things, but we originally called it Hebrews Worldwide Coffee Shop because we want to always remember that the proceeds go to missions. So there you go. So we encourage our listeners to stop by there. Now, we have a couple different things to run through today. We have a quiz with Sebastian, and then we have This Day in History with Lawrence, and I know you guys both, because it's the last show of the semester, you've put a lot of time into it. You've basically prepared the premier quiz and the premier this day in history. Our listeners sitting on the edge of their seats, they're like, before we go into summertime, we need to hear the best. I mean, these guys are getting ready to go off island. People oftentimes only remember the last thing you say, and so I know you're going to live up to these expectations of making it the best ever. So, Sebastian, you ready for giving us the best quiz you've ever made in your whole life ever? Um, I'm going to give it my best shot. All right, great. Because it's time. At this time. And you know what? I was inspired to make this quiz based off of your hatred of grape. Okay. It's not grapes themselves. Grapes are great. But <laughs> grape grape flavor pops. Okay, now we're gonna get now we're gonna get technical here. Grape popsicles are tolerable if you just had your tonsils removed and there's nothing else in the house to eat. But grape flavor ice and flavor pops, depending on what brand you buy at Aldi's, those things are disgusting. I think they taste the like cough actually. syrup. They taste like <laughs> cough syrup. And they make your hands sticky. And you have to cut that little plastic thing off the top, and that lays on the counter, and then the ants get to that. Yep. It stains everything. It's horrible. Yeah. You give them to the neighbor kids, and then you eat all the, the good flavor ices, the lemonade flavor, strawberry was, ones yourself. I was that and neighbor the, kid. Okay, so there you go. So, you know, you have fond memories of it. Me, those were the last ones left. And what we really, I didn't like flavor ice at all, because I think they all taste like cough syrup. But the grape one was the bottom of the barrel, last one left. What I really like are ice cream bars. It could be, Kelly Schlar brought these by the office. She said, hey, I have some outdated, expired ice cream bars. You want one? I'm like, I'm in. It has that fake vanilla white ice cream in the middle and some kind of cheap chocolate shell around it on a wooden stick, just something about that just says, eat me, please. And so uh, <laughs> those are awesome, as opposed to grape flavor ice, which are nasty, in my opinion. Now, I'm allowed to have an opinion. It's America. This is, you know. <laughs> you're allowed airwaves. to have your opinion even if it's wrong. Well, it's true. So you're going to do a whole <laughs> quiz about grape. Now, I like yeah. some grape things, although grape jelly is in the exact same category as grape flavor ice and grape flavor oh, pops. Man. Grape jelly's nasty. Lawrence knows this. If you're ever at a diner with me or something, yeah. I will ask for mixed berry or strawberry jelly, or I'll just eat it with no jelly, but I won't eat it with grape jelly. <sighs> grape jelly seeps through the white bread. When you had to remember when we did this the uh, yeah. school lunch episode, Braunschweiger yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> so I I wanted to buy grape jelly, but I'm like, why do I want to give Smuckers? Six dollars just to demonstrate how nasty grape jelly is. It'll soak through the bread and come out the other side and makes the bread kind of grapey colored. I wouldn't be surprised if you lost half the audience after this whole it's idea. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> if, if there are any other grape jelly and grape flavor pop lovers out there, you know, we can agree to disagree like agreeably. I love grapes. Red uh, grapes, do you green like grapes, grape juice, muscats, currants. 
gooseberries, you like everything in the family. Juice? I like grape juice, especially. So it's just any time yeah. they go artificial on the grape stuff. The, yeah, the, the, just ruins yes, it for you. Right, that fake grapey taste, the grapey, <laughs> grapey grape <laughs> taste. The fake grapey taste. Yeah, and the fake grapey stains that the grapey taste leaves, and then the grape stickiness. Yeah. I don't like grape stickiness. Okay, something about that. So keep it keep it juiced or, or whole. There, or else. exactly. I'm a purist. I'm a puritan yeah. when it comes to grapes. <laughs> I'm going to make sure the next thing my wife bakes has a lot of grape for you. But now, if it's real grapes, he's okay. <laughs> but you notice. You can't bake <laughs> grape into anything. No. Yeah, there's no grape cake. There's no grape pie. There's yeah. no grape ice cream. There's a reason for that. No one will eat it. Nuh-uh. You have to add it on top, trick people after the fact, and give it to them, you know, or give it to the neighbor kids. That, that's what it. you'd say. Well, get Sebastian. He'll eat it. There you I, go. You, like the old I life like, cereal. I, I'm I'm 100% with you on the grape yeah. thing. I don't like anything. And grape. Chris and I rarely agree 100% grape. on anything. <laughs> like true. I'll say something and I way exaggerate, and Chris will be like, well, I would agree, but I would have never said it that way. <laughs> but in this case, this is the first time he's ever said I 100% no, I, agree with you. I don't have anything I'm totally on board. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. Anyway. A bunch of haters so, in here. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that, that being said, we'd love to hear the quiz yeah, with about that grapes. delightful intro. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite drink being Haterade. All right, let's go to uh, the quiz nice. now. <laughs> um, all right, well, this is more on the fruit, so it's not. You don't have to worry about uh, yeah. the actual artificial flavor. But I just wanted to bring up the that that uh, conflict for no reason at all. Okay, um, this is. Um, I, I want you guys to take a guess at the country. I'm not going to give you any any choices. Um, um, who brought the who introduced the grapes to America uh, about 300 years ago? Mm. 300 oh. year ago grape bringers. Yeah. Hmm. So early 1700s. Um, uh, I'm going to say the Italians, perhaps. <clears throat> A lot of grape history in Italy or in France. But I'm going to go with Italy because it just feels like an Italy thing. I don't know. Mario needed some vino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. that's what they would. I, I probably shouldn't say it that way. <laughs> I'm imitating Mario off of Mario Brothers, not all Italians that brought grapes to America. Right. I would think I'm in the same neighborhood. Right. But since I don't want to be matchy matchy with you, um, <laughs> I will go with Greece. Oh. Greece. The yeah. Greek people brought the vines. Are you confusing to... that with olives or no? No. No. Oh, okay. No. I know that Greeks definitely. <laughs> I'm just trying to visualize trying not the to Greeks stereotype. traveling to America. I'm trying not years to stereotype. Ago. I don't want to typecast. You know, Greek okay. people can bring grapes, and it Italian seems... people can bring olives. Okay. Your ancestors brought Braunschweiger. It's yeah, fine. they did. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the French brought them. Man. Oh, now they. Yeah, they could have. Well, you guys are all wrong because it was a. Uh, Spanish. No, oh, the Spanish, Spanish explorers what? introduced the fruit to America about 300 years ago. Yeah. What? No okay. points for you. Okay. All right. As long as we're all losing. Here's an easier one. <clears throat> True or false? Grapes are berries. Grapes are berries. I would say no. False. I would say no also. I believe that they are not berries. No. I'm trying to think of the specification of berries. I know one of them is it's where their seed is located. 
Hmm. I think. I think Barry's seeds are on the outside or something like that. Oh. Hmm. I'm going to go with no as well. They're not a berry. Hmm. You're all wrong again. They are. It a is berry. a berry. They're berries. Grapes are a kind of berry. They have a leathery covering and a fleshy inside. That's what. That's what makes up a berry. <laughs> I okay. <guess. laughs> similar, wow. similar to blueberries. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. okay. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Way to go, guys. We're doing. We're doing good here. Um, Losing. <laughs> yeah. Um, true or false? Hmm. Um. White grapes are white. They're green. Right? A white grape. If you drink a white grape juice. Well, if I give you an answer, then we're all going to get oh, no that's, point. Oh, that's not. I don't need help so, then. I'll assume that was a rhetorical, right? Um, <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to think if I, if I have seen an actual white grape. I don't believe I have. And white is a strange term anyway, because white has to mean white. It's not... It's not just light in color. So I would have to say false. I think it is also false. <clears throat> yeah, I'll stay with false too. Yes. Um, you guys are correct. Okay. White grapes are actually green. <laughs> White well, grapes. You said are, yes, like the answer was yes. Green grapes are blue and they're called blueberries, and except for when they're raspberries. Are actually green. Yeah. yeah grapes I come in many so. colors, including green, red, black, yellow, pink, and purple. Okay. I didn't even know that. I, I would that. need a black grape. I don't know about pink, but I've seen purple. Yeah, black mm-hmm. gla- black yeah. grapes, I think, are called raisins, but whatever. Yeah. We had someone bring some of those really high-end grapes into the office uh, at Christmas time. Yeah, they have the big You know those seeds. Japanese ones they're that are huge. And it's it's like they're $100 so, per pound or something. They're so rich. Yeah, I ate one. Yeah. Probably a $10 grape. Yeah. Not, Not worth you. it. Yeah. Tastes a little bit like the jelly, actually. I You kind of got to eat it in stages because you put it and you want to just get the wrapper off. Mm-hmm. But then it's really... It's Almost a beautiful, gelatinous. it's a sight to behold. I mean, it's yeah. if you could just sit and look at it and appreciate it, yeah, it'd be like, like, wow, it, that's a nice grape. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, nice the kind grape. that, that you know, uh, grapes of cluster, clusters of grapes, you know, like in the yeah. song about 10 were bad, two were good. Yeah. That's yeah. the kind of grape you're picturing. Yep. Agreed. Anyway. Last question. It'll be a multiple choice. Therefore, one of you might get it right. Uh-oh. You lost it? No, I just got a text saying we don't have any power at home. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, no rush. Hey, we can there. stay a little longer. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. How many species of grapes are there? Uh, 30, 60, 300, or 500? How many species of grapes? Um, 30, 60, 300, 300. or 500? Five hundred, all over the place. I know. Three hundred. Tap into your grape <laughs> knowledge. I mean, I, this is a wild. Your guess. inner grape no knowledge. Three hundred. Three hundred. Um, also. I'm, I'm, I'm squeezing my <laughs> grape knowledge out right now. Uh, let's see. I think it's five hundred. Five hundred. Can you repeat the answers one more time? Uh, Thirty, sixty, three hundred, five hundred. I'll go with sixty. Boom from the back side of the court, a long shot. Lawrence got it. <laughs> Are you serious? Yep. There's not that many. <laughs> sixty. Sixty species. There's eight thousand grape varieties. Varieties. Sixty species. 
Okay. The now, so Lawrence won because he's the only one. He got one point. <laughs> Lawrence, exactly, because you all that failed all the first two questions, and you all succeeded in the third question, which meant there were no points to be yeah. had, and then he got now, the only gr- point. Uh, Lawrence has a distinct advantage when it comes to grapes because I think Lindsay's the only person I've ever met that has actually mashed grapes with her bare feet into grape juice, right? Didn't you guys do that at your wedding or something? What? I thought you guys did that as part of your wedding ceremony. No. No? I thought for sure she said you, that she that she had to like mash grapes with her feet and all that. When? Or did her family do that maybe? Maybe. Because she has some Italian roots She there, does. Very Italian. From Pittsburgh. I don't yeah. remember. I'll I thought she said that they, I don't know. We had a conversation about this at Christmas when we had... The Italian Christmas right, donkey. Yes, that's right. That's yes, right. I remember this. And she I, said I her know. family were the kind of people that even like squished grapes with their feet. So until okay. further notice, that's what everyone's going to think about Lindsay. Until she corrects the story, we oh, believe. Great. Until she hosts we, again. We, we're setting the narrative <laughs> that uh, Lawrence maintained a distinct advantage because of his connection to Lindsay. It's a collusion thing. And then she, yes. in turn, is related to people who have made grape juice with their bare feet dancing while making the grape juice unbelievable what a story I know. It's, it's it's what a tale on how i won today <laughs> good job there's no other explanation there is there, there is no I'm other logical you. explanation i just texted her have you ever, have you ever <laughs> smashed grapes with your feet oh because i can't recall if, if she had a dollar family. for every time she received that text boy i'll <laughs> oh, tell you man <laughs> She could buy a brownie. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a short break, and then we'll come back for this day in history and the answer to a whether or not Lindsay knows how to make grape juice with her feet. Uh, listeners, stick around. A little more Live Till 5, episode 266 on this Friday, May 25th. More Live Till 5 after this short break. Back with a little more live till five, episode two hundred and sixty-six on this Friday, May twenty-fifth. Again, if you ever miss part of the show, tune in Saturdays from noon to two, Sunday night seven to nine p.m. Catch us on the Rebound, where you can hear the show rebroadcast in its entirety on eighty-eight point one FM, or listen to our live stream khmg.org. You can listen to exactly what you can hear on the radio. You can hear online. Just click on the Listen tab and listen. Beautiful, clear broadcast and you don't even have to have a radio to listen to the radio anymore now did we ever clear up lawrence whether or not your wife has made grape juice with her bare feet yeah you definitely did. didn't do it at your wedding ceremony we i defi- got that part wrong that definitely did not happen and you were not listening to dominic the italian christmas donkey while doing this either as far as i can remember I, that song's no, playing in my mind with is. this story it is and that may have been when Lindsay came up and told the story uh, and that came up in conversation might have could have been on or off the air. I'm not yep. quite sure yep. where that came. Yep. Um, and uh, right now, I am I am trying to coax her into coming up and giving the story. That would be awesome. And be right awesome. now, she's told me no twice, and I <laughs> responded on. with please. Come on, who wears the pants in the family? Just say. 
come up here now. <laughs> probably be busy, right? Because I said she might be working. Stuff to do. I said, "Have you done this before?" Then when I went back to state the question, yeah, when she said right. all these other things, yes, and she said, "Haha, yes, once." See what? Yeah. What? What? For listeners at home that were making, you know, uh, you know, having a debate whether or not I was right or Lawrence was right. Those of you who assumed I was right. Your 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 trust was not wasted. I thought I remember. I'm really good at remembering random yeah. stuff. As random has been stuff. stated before on this show, a, a plethora of like virtual again. cornucopia of random worthless information. <laughs> it's a plethora of a uh, just a a, 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 a gaggle you know, a gaggle uh, uh, a, uh, of yeah. a, a basically a, a whole nebula of information nebula. stuck mm-hmm. up a here. Nebula. In the yeah. in the cosmos of my inner sanctum, what a place that is! <laughs> yes, way down in my nucleus, I have I have this information, and it just comes out sometimes where I have to just say random stories that I remember that uh, other cuff. people don't remember. Yeah, it's a real blast. Yeah, it. Well, that's you know, <laughs> that's okay. why you know I got that call two hundred sixty six episodes ago when someone said, Jared, you just got to go on the air and share this with other people. You cannot keep. This gift to yourself. Yeah. It wouldn't be right. And Paul Harvey just passed away, and we need someone to fill in. Did he really? No, he hadn't passed away at that time. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, we played his has show. since. Yeah, yes, he has since. Yeah. So, anyway, wow. hey. You're, uh, you're replacing yeah. Paul Harvey? <laughs> well. <laughs> kind of where that was leading. Okay. In a, in a spiritual sense. I'm his spiritual successor. Yeah. Okay. That's there what they go. say when they you're not really the successor. You mm-hmm. kind of are self-appointed and. You say, well, I'm a spiritual successor. Okay. So I don't, I don't know if I really could be mentioned in the same sentence as Paul Harvey, uh, except for maybe as the exact opposite in every way of, of the great Paul Harvey. Yeah. Well, anyway. I, can, I can go into a little bit of this day in history. This day in history would be great. Help dig me out of this hole. It's uh, May 25th, <laughs> and uh, if people are listening to the live show, they might be listening on Saturday the 26th or Sunday the 27th, but what happened on May 25th? Yeah, uh, 1521, Edict of Worms, outlaws Martin Luther and his followers. Uh, That was a big day. He uh, had an interesting road to get to that point. Um, And I'm trying to get the full story here from Lindsay. Okay, now she needs to come up because we have listeners that are stuck in their cars in traffic. And they're like, they really want, but they have to run into somewhere. So she needs to come up at the 4 o'clock break. And... um, you know, and tell us the story. So tell her that, that uh, you know, sometimes when you're a celebrity, you yeah. have to listen to the fans. You do. You have to do what they want. And she needs to submit to what the fans want. And the fans want to hear her tell the story at, after the 4 p.m. news. So Lindsay making grape juice with her bare feet. They're demanding it. Yeah. Listening to yeah. Dominic the Italian Christmas donkey. Yep. And, and Until she tells tales. us otherwise. Yep, that's what happened. And then she might have been with her family. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, we'll move on. 1787, Constitutional Convention opens at Philadelphia, and George Washington is residing. Uh, <laughs> she keeps texting me. Um, <laughs> I'll take over the texting the whole while you story, do your thing. The, the whole story No, here. she doesn't have to do that. Hey. Yeah, she was nine years old. I won't ruin the story because I would like her to come up and, and tell it. Um, 
and now she's curious as to what Live Till Five is about. I'm hoping this means that she's walking this summer. direction. That would be great. It's, yeah, it's, it's about summer. Summer because probably an activity you did a summer in the summer. Activity. Yeah. Yeah. You don't Stomping do that. Stomping the, the grapes. You don't do that in the dead of winter. No, of course <laughs> no. not. Too chilly no, then you'd be making yeah. grape popsicles, which takes us back to what we said earlier. Yeah. Maybe that's why they taste like that. They taste like feet. Could be. Could Tastes be. Like feet and dirt. Yeah. Yeah. 1922, Babe Ruth suspended one day and fined $200 for throwing dirt on an umpire. Wow. Oh, the babe. 200 back then. Yeah. That's a lot of money. 1922, quite a bit. 1927, uh, Model Ford, I should say Henry Ford, was mm-hmm. making the Model T, Ford, yep. Yep. Um, that he ended production of the Model T Ford uh, on this day in history. Wow. Uh, so that ran its course about 20 years where they made the Model Ts in every color as long as it was black. And um, so, but really revolutionary when it came to the construction and replaceable parts or interchangeable parts is what they were called. Yep. Assembly, Assembly line. line. Yep. yep. 1935, track and field athlete Jesse Owens equals or breaks four world records in 45 minutes at a Big Ten meet, Ferry Field in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Remember, it's the greatest 45 minutes ever in sports. Wow. Broke four records in 45 minutes. That's a lot of races. Yeah. And to keep it going that fast at that you know those amount of times in a row uh that had been something to watch yeah uh, one day you get to go watch a guy break four world records in 45 minutes awesome 1961 jfk announces the u.s goal of putting a man on the moon before the end of the decade and, uh, and now everyone can say oh you can put a man on a moon if you can put a man on the moon it How come we can't get ketchup in this cafeteria? Right, exactly. If we could put a man on the moon, how come we can't get, yeah. you know, a newspaper delivered by 5 a.m.? Right. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's a great phrase now to have. Yes. Glad absolutely. we've got it. <laughs> I'm really glad we could rerun through that. <laughs> 1977, <laughs> you know. the original Star Wars movie, Episode Four: A New Hope, directed by George Lucas and starring Mark Hamill, uh, Carrie Fisher, and Harrison Ford, first released. And uh, that comes on. Maybe that has something to do with why they released Solo. It's got to be. Gotta on be. this weekend. Yep. Could be. Got to be. But um, but that happened this day. Carl Yastrzemski gets, is fourth to get 3,000 hits. Cobb, Musial, and Aaron. Two of those guys I've heard of before. Ty Cobb and Hank Aaron. Stan Musial? Stan Musial? Musial, I haven't. Yeah. Who yeah. do you play for? Uh, the um, Atlanta... Braves. Not at, not Atlanta. The, it, they were something else. Milwaukee Braves, mm. and yeah, then they were. It was. Um, well, Ty Cobb played for Detroit, and Hank Aaron, I believe, played for Atlanta, or or uh, or he uh, played for New York too. Yeah, I Hank think. Aaron Stadiums uh, um, in down there in. And Yastrzemski played for Boston. Okay, when yeah. he, at least when he was doing Boy, this, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I recognize all the names and I've heard all the stories, but I just don't remember. I'm not a huge baseball fan, if people couldn't tell. Yeah. I know a lot about the Royals. I could tell. Yeah. I could tell. I try and fake it. If you want to know Seattle like, yeah. Mariners history, I yes. can let you in on that. But Ken Griffey Jr. Of course. Yeah. That was super popular. Early 90s. Yeah. Um, people that yeah, collected baseball, baseball cards. Games the kid. Him in it. Yeah. The kid. The, the yeah. kid. That's what they called him. Yeah. And lastly, 2017, Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg receives an honorary degree from Harvard University. After dropping out in 2004. Hmm. Interesting little tidbit of information. Yeah. You get an honorary from Harvard. Hmm. Huh. Everyone should drop out 
yeah. become a billionaire do and then go back. Do good and then get a degree from Harvard. Yeah, yeah it's just, there's just that little part in between dropping out and becoming a billionaire. Just what you're going to do in between those right. two is the right. difficult part. Yeah. Yeah. People are going to pay yeah. you for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can become a Friday afternoon live radio host. Yeah. Yeah, because there's millions funds of are, that. Funds yeah. are pouring yeah. in. Yeah, the uh, you <laughs> know the path the path is long and winding, but <laughs> you might end up back at Harvard. You know, exactly. you know getting an honorary doctorate, or you could wind up stomping on grapes somewhere. You, you could. could. You never know. That might be your side job. Yeah, you easily. know, you got grape feet, and then you end up making. <laughs> Great. Actually, I'll tell you what. If you could combine that with the the shoe that can fly like a, <laughs> the boomerang like a, shoe, boomerang. hey, boomerang yeah. that, shoe. Hush, that right there, that Buster, Buster Brown hush puppy shoe. A I mean, tail, that thing, a tail for the ages. It, that and it actually, I can visualize it happening as we're talking about it. I boomerang see it in shoe. slow motion. I'll tell you what, that needs to be invented. Yes, a boomerang shoe. Why not? Who wouldn't want that. It's a. I mean, if you. Frankly, if you go to the beach, you yep. take off your shoes before you get in the sand. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You can play boomerang. That's right. On the beach. Right. Play boomerang. You get and you know what <laughs> playing, old game. playing boomerang is good for? <laughs> if you have no friends. Yes. Right. Because you can actually play catch with yourself. Yeah. Right. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. oh god, I got it. I'll throw it. I got it. I'll throw now, it. Now you're not even talking to anybody. I'll tell you what. No, that's just how you get to that. yourself. That's, that's yourself. all happening that's in That's how your you brain. get those billions of dollars yep. after dropping out of college. You got to get Nerf to take on your boomerang shoe, and you are good to go. Yeah. The uh, you Remember the Nerf boomerang, by the way? I do, It yes. was like a little triangular thing. It was like a little three-pointed It dealio. worked, though. It worked. It did. If I you If one. you bent the sides just right, Yep. better than a shoe. My my boomerang shoe it, it it did about a ninety degree turn, but you need it to do almost one hundred and eighty degrees to really come. It's got to come back to you, right? Right. Yeah. And so without that, it's really not a boomerang. It's more like a, a left turn shoe. Yeah, it's a, yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was a it was a bat turn shoe. So she's going to come on after the top of the hour. Yep. So we'll yeah. we'll just keep her keep her in queue, keep her in the green room there, and we'll bring her in 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 uh, five minutes. But all right, let's talk briefly. We have about uh, three minutes before we need to go to the top of the hour break. What are you guys doing this weekend? Chris, what are you doing this weekend? Well, it's been a long week. I think huh. I'm probably Great. going to, I think I'll probably just take some time to kind of rest and just hang around with the kids and not, not do much. I don't know that I'll leave the house to do anything special, to be honest. Yep. I don't blame you. Yeah. It's been busy. Yeah, it's been been a really busy few weeks here. Yep. Uh, Lawrence, how about you? Um, maybe similar tomorrow. Uh, we're probably moving uh, when we get back from the States, and we're leaving for the States on Wednesday. Oh. So uh, it'll be a little bit of a packing for the trip, which usually happens the night before anyways for me, mm-hmm. but ultimately packing so that a few more boxes are put together when we get back. It'll probably be about a week, 10 days before we move. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, getting some rest. This this is a long week. Between graduation up till now, uh, it is a long, <coughs> excuse me, a long seven or eight days. And so I'm pretty glad to be here at the the end uh, yeah. of another school year. Even though even today we're, we we just start talking about next year. Oh yeah, you know, just right away. Yep. So yeah, tomorrow will be a day to get some rest. We're looking forward to a good time on Sunday with uh, the goodbye for the Hensons and McGrews. Yeah. And then uh, Monday's Memorial Day. So uh, even I, it's one of those days off where you're like everybody's in summer. I guess we get our day off here, and then you right. get right back to work on right. Tuesdays. So. Right. Yeah, well, now that you're not just a, a strictly a traditional classroom teacher, these things mean something different. When you yeah. become a, someone that's in like management or administration, 
you know, that precious Monday off is kind of nice. As yeah, a, a teacher, bit, you get like game two teacher. months. I remember when you used to power wash in your summer times, right? I did that. I yeah. did that. You lived over there when yes, I did that. right. Yeah. You worked for Rodell yeah, Ramos. I did. I sure did. Yeah. I helped build his house, and then I power washed all of Guahan, all the roofs in Guahan. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. We could probably... It could probably done. use it again. Yeah, yeah probably use it, it again. So. Need, now we know you have those mad skills. It's, they it's are probably mad. something that we could we could maybe, you know, put to use. Tap into. So. His yeah. wife could stomp the grapes. He could do the power yeah. washing. We're a full service. Speaking yeah. of billionaire yeah. situation, it's, <laughs> you know, sometimes you're, yeah, you're like a band of gypsies. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break for the news. Listeners, stick around. We have another hour, and I promise it'll be at least as good as the first hour. And uh, we're going to have Lindsay Nangas coming on, talking about her experiences with Italian uh, culture and more live till five, including some Stranger Than Fiction stories and our topic summer and just a number of fun things to talk about. So I'd like you to stick around for a whole nother hour of live till five. You're listening to us here on KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata, Guam. Stick around for SRN News and a second hour of live till five. back with a little more Live Till 5, the second hour of Live Till 5 on this episode 266, Friday, May 25th, 4.03 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios, broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of Harvest Family Radio, 88.1 FM, Barragata, Guam. Glad you could be with us on this Friday afternoon for our live, local, talk and variety program, where we have engaging guests and humorous stories, a light look at life after a heavy week. School year just ended for Harvest Christian Academy. We kind of wrapped things up today, said goodbye to a few staff members that are moving away. And we're going into summer mode after this show's over. At 5.01, Lawrence is going to start growing his summer beard along with his summer summer mullet. And uh, he'll be ready for summertime. So now we do have in studio some familiar voices, including many people's favorite Substitute host, Lindsay Nagengast. Lindsay, welcome back. Thank you. And then many people's favorite sidekick, Leah Bear. <laughs> Leah, welcome back. Thank you so much. All right. So now before we get into Lindsay's story here, just to break the ice, because I want to help you guys kind of assimilate into the show, I have this little part of the show called Happy Little Accidents. This is a book provided to me by Helen Middlebrook. I love this book. Accidents May Happen, 50 Inventions Discovered by Mistake by Charlotte Foltz Jones. And today's... Happy little accident, Avon Cosmetics. Present company, you know, you guys can comment on this if you like. Books. That's what David H. McConnell was selling door-to-door in 1886. He had no intention of starting a cosmetic company, but one day McConnell had a great idea. He decided to offer a small sample of perfume to the women who answered the door as a bonus for listening to his sales demonstration. He made the perfume himself with some advice from a local pharmacist. McConnell was amazed how quickly the perfume samples got the customer's attention. Soon they were more popular than the books. McConnell abandoned the books and established the California Perfume Company, which was not located in California, but in New York City. 
The company introduced a line of quote unquote Avon Cosmetics in 1929 and was officially changed officially changed its name to Avon Products Inc. in 1939. So Avon Cosmetics wasn't even started as a cosmetic company. That's very interesting. It is very interesting. And that's why I have it on the show because we only do interesting things on the show. Only. It's Every a time. it's a rule. It's in the original two hundred and sixty six weeks ago, give or take. We came up with a set of rules. They were all verbal, and some of them were even just in my head. But one of them was only interesting things on the show. And one of the most interesting things we've talked about today so far, Lindsay's feet and the oh making word. of grape juice. And how, how did I end up on this show today? <laughs> well, see, your life was just kind of boring, and then we decided to, we the gravitational up. pull of this show just drew you guys up here. And what happened was we were talking, I don't even know, oh, we were talking, we were having... Chris was having a rant about how much he done like grape stuff, and I was kind of <laughs> going Chris. along with it. And then, um, uh, and then I said, "Well, Lindsay has made grape juice, stomped on with her bare feet. Didn't she do that at your wedding ceremony while listening to Dominic the Christmas Donkey?" Yeah, I love that, song. that was all connected somehow. Yeah, so that was all in connected. my mind. That's the song that was playing while you in your wedding dress and Lawrence in the vat of grapes with you doing yeah. like a little. Little uh, square dance. Now, no. the picture is wrong, so we need you to clarify the picture because that's what our listeners believe, and until you clarify it, that's what I told them. So tell us the story of you, your feet, For and starters, the grapes. I wasn't there. Okay, this was not uh, at your wedding. So this was this is pre-me. Was Dominic the Christmas donkey playing in the background? It was not. Okay, all right. So those two things background. are more... Was it in the summer? Urban legends. Was um, it summertime? Yeah, it probably. Pr- it probably. Okay, was. so it fits into the show. Okay, Perfect. Summer's the theme. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so tell us, um, you have stomped grapes with your bare feet. Once. Okay, that's all it needs. Lawrence, <laughs> I told you. I told you. He was like, no, she did not. No, I said, it she said, said she no. Did. I just don't remember any other part to the story you're putting together, including the song and the fact that it was well, at my wedding. So have yeah. you ever have you ever learned about uh mind palaces, Lawrence? If you have a mind palace, what you do <laughs> is in your mind palace, you use songs and other things to help you remember obscure information. So the song and the picture of you guys in your wedding outfits dancing around in Nevada grapes help me remember the fact that she did do this. So it's in my mind palace. That's how I remembered it. Yeah. It's like this back corner room yeah, it must in my be. mind palace. Every time you hear that song, is that going to like remind you of it's me? It's literally now? like you guys square dancing. <laughs> like, yeah. Lawrence and with, I? Like holding the That's edge awesome. of your dress up For so life. it doesn't get grape That's juice awesome. on it. And you're like. For life. Yep. Yeah. And then going we to the, are we are that going to the pine now. cone afferwards oh, to celebrate. Good. Okay. So tell us okay. what actually happened. I was nine years old. I was at my uncle's house. He had asked me. That he had asked, he had a, um, mm-hmm. my uncle makes homemade wine. No problem. And for this show, for this show, in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and I was nine years old. This was the beginning stages of him getting into this process. Mm-hmm. And he had a little bucket and he had asked me and my sisters, would you guys like to try you know, would it you like to just try it out? A one-person bucket, or this is bigger just than... Just a one-person bucket. Okay, okay. It was just a All small right. little okay. wooden bucket. Okay. And he had asked us, would you guys like to try it out? And mm-hmm. so we said, sure. So we got in. I, we got in one at a time. Mm-hmm. And barefoot? Barefoot. Stomped around mm-hmm. and got out. <laughs> That's, That's the, the best story ever. <laughs> Did it stain your feet or anything? Did you have like purple uh, feet after that? No, I, we weren't in long enough to probably... 
get any kind of stains. But okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Leah, what does that type of grape juice taste like? My feet are awesome. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I don't think you probably have drank that before, but... Uh, After feet have been in it? Yeah. Probably not so good. No. I, although that's... It's a traditional... It, it's not the way most do it anymore. It's not mm. the way grape juice and right, wine I'm is sure. probably made nowadays. Probably. I, I have no knowledge other than, <laughs> you know. To, now, it, it, did you wash your feet before you got in there? Yes. You did? Yes. Okay, that's good. That makes it better. Yeah. Um, some people, even if they wash their feet, it's still not going to be. It's still, there's yep. something just wrong with yeah. that. But I guess if you pasteurize it somehow or something, yeah, maybe. But a little fungus, a little toe Ew. fungus in the wine. I don't. It adds no. some character, I guess. That's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's uh, disgusting. you know, usually, I, I guess, I guess, if you had to have people stomping grapes that you're going to drink later, nine-year-old niece with yeah. clean feet, that's the way to do I it. I think it was just more for the experience. Like, mm-hmm. do you want to try this? You know, have you ever seen this? Did done? it feel weird? It did. It did. And there were like um, little twigs. Like, I don't know if it's twigs, but. Like the little vines. The parts. vines yeah. were in. Yeah. So you could feel that a little bit, but it wasn't a very long experience. Mm-hmm. But it was, it but it was so but it amazing happened, that it so. came up in on uh, May 25th, 2018, all these years later. Yeah. So, Leah, if I brought a bucket of grapes up here, would you be willing, like if I, had a, if I told you I had a bucket of grapes right outside the door, would you be willing to stomp on them right now with your bare feet? I totally would. Really? Yeah. Oh but I don't God. know if we could afford that many grapes <laughs> on this here island. On island. Oh, that's true. Yep. They, they are kind of expensive per pound. So there's, we have multiple things happening right now. First off, Leah just called my bluff. I don't have any grapes. Secondly, I think Chris is getting a migraine from uh, me uh, testing the bounds of... Uh, <laughs> this show so uh well hey you know what we somehow got off on that topic i'm, I'm honestly not sure. it was a fun off. one though yeah. i was glad it you was. guys came up i don't yeah, know how we, you guys got off on that you know topic, it's summertime but. we're trying to let our hair down a little bit honestly yeah. and trying to just you know get into a more relaxed mode because sometimes we're just a little too formal up here on this show oh yeah mm-hmm. way too often yeah, I think yeah. Every week when I listen to it. a real formality yeah. yeah two hours of it i'm already on summer break summer vacation mode there you go We're you guys are leaving island next week next week lee are you traveling anytime in a couple weeks where are you going to primarily florida is that where your folks live there mm-hmm. yeah all right how long will you be there about a month a little over a month nice what do you do while you're there as little as possible. Really? Yeah. Sit around, read. Mm-hmm. Read and do a little professional development. Mm-hmm. You do any like lobster trapping or anything like that or clamming? Or? Seafood is big around there, mm-hmm. but I'm not that big of a fan. You don't go out and do it yourself? Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe red lobster. Yes. That's, oh, that's yes. pretty good. Their biscuits are mm-hmm. awesome. Okay. All right. Well, uh, and when do you say you leave? Uh, the 5th. The 5th. Okay, so you got about a little over a week left, week and a half, two weeks. And Lawrence Lindsay, you guys leave on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where are you guys headed to? Going to Atlanta to uh, see Kenny and Fonte get oh, married. that's right. The big Sarah. wedding. Yep. And then... Um, it's like the royal it's wedding. like the royal it wedding. It is. Yeah. It's, it's the royal wedding. It is. At least two billion people will be watching. Yep. And then uh, we'll make our way up to Baltimore for a few days, see my sister up there. And then we're going to New York for a couple days. Uh, visit my other sister who lives in New York City, and then uh, head to Pittsburgh for a couple weeks to be with Lindsay's family, and then we're going to be able to go over to—is it in Kentucky or where? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Kentucky and, and go to the Ark Ark Encounter. 
Wow. So looking yeah. forward to that. You guys are going all over. We yeah, are. We it's, have a it's, fun, um, packed trip. It's one of those things I already have mentally prepared myself for this to be vacation of the sort where you don't feel as rested as you could. Right. But you got to do a lot. Aren't you, Lawrence? And then so you guys July, are opposite vacationers. Like, Lindsay likes to do a lot of things, and you like to do nothing. Yeah, so That's July is actually where I'm ready to start vacation, where okay. I can come back here and do very back. little. Yeah, got That'll it. be vacation. Got it. This will be fun, and I'm very much looking forward to it. But as far as the rest side of things, that'll be July. I I just like to do things. I like experiences. I like to hey, make yeah, memories. So we're try to get to World of Coke and uh, do some fun things like that though yeah. down there in Atlanta. Cool. Uh, in the Varsity, get a coney and an orange shake at Varsity. Where's that? In Atlanta. Oh. And people there that I asked had never heard of it. I was like, this is like really? an establishment of the 1960s. That yeah. I heard about it last year when I was going through there, and yeah. some people were like, you got to go to this varsity thing. Yeah, and it's the experience. I mean, the yeah. food's good, no, no kidding, but but the experience is just kind of what you why you go there. So so you end up in New York, and then you go over to Pittsburgh. Yeah, we're going to go see Lion King. We're going to uh, go see a Broadway. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of like, you only live once here. Let's, <laughs> let's do everything in one sure. trip. It's almost like you only live one month, but uh, yep. I feel like that. Well, what you should so. do is, Lawrence, you should go hang out with Leah's parents, and Leah yes. should go along with Lindsay and do yeah. all these things. Because uh, what Leah's doing for a couple weeks sounds like what you what normally you would like to exactly do. exactly what I'd love yeah. to do. Just sit around well, with and do as little as With my parents living out here now, uh, that's one less stop we have to make. And so that's why we're filling it with a lot of you know friends mm-hmm. and, and some sightseeing and things like that. So, Are you guys renting a car this whole time? Uh, we're renting two different cars. Nice. Not at the same time, of course. Okay. You don't want to ride together? And, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we get a little bored if we just rest. Mm-hmm. Ne- not, never me. We, never that, him. That's not me. Always uh-uh. me. So we have to keep him entertained. Yeah. So. But people assume I am, I am bored if I'm resting. <laughs> and therefore they're like... Why waste your vacation? I'm like, this is the best part. That's why I think you liked going on a cruise, right? Because you can yeah, cruising was awesome. lay around and eat. Cruising was awesome. Now, when you go to someplace like Europe, I'm okay going because those are unique places you don't go all the time. But when I go to Michigan, it's like I don't need to make an event every day. I'll just be here. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sounds like fun. That that'll be, be I mean you're you guys are gonna cover a thousand miles. It's packed. Easy. Yeah, it's packed. Wow. And so. you're gone three weeks? Three and a half. Three and a half roughly. Wow. So it's well. gonna be awesome. Yeah. Now uh let's talk briefly about next year before we go to this break. Sure. Leah, what's your role next year at Harvest Christian Academy? It'll be the same as this last year. Teach a few classes and then work with the guidance counseling. That helps a lot of the juniors and seniors get ready to go mm-hmm. to college and things like that. Yep. Cool. All right. So next round. Yeah. Whew. Boy, they, they grow up quick. Um, and Leah, what's your, so you've been doing the guidance counselor role for how many years now? Two years. Okay. This is, all right. So still, and you guys use that Naviance software mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Great. And Lawrence, your role is not really changing next year. Still no. principal. Mm-hmm. No longer a history professor. Uh, I won't be teaching any history next year. No, I won't. Probably the first year yep. in the last six that I won't. Well, good thing about that is you can start preparing for this show earlier. I can. As I can. opposed I can to like during the five days break. instead of four days into <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> and Lindsay, is your role changing at all next year? It's not. No, I'm still going to work for Lawrence. 
That's that's and great. a little bit for Leah. We work. There you go. We work side whatever. by side. Hey, can you do this? Can yeah, you do sure. This? Sure. Well, and uh, then Joy and Josh. Yep. So. Well, and now that they know you have those uh, juice-making skills, you might work in the snack shop. Uh, Who knows? Yeah, that'll be a new Friday Carline. hub offering. <laughs> Who knows? Caroline, little I'm iced. like the jack-of-all-trades, master of none. There you go. There you that's go. Me. That's me. That's great. Master of, of vino. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a short break. Guys, thanks for coming up and giving us a little time. Listeners, thanks for sticking around. You guys have an awesome summer. All right? Thank you. Thank you. You Um, too. Thank you very much. Take a short break. Listeners, stick around for a little more live till 5. If you ever miss part of the show, noon to 2 Saturday, 7 to 9 p.m. Sunday night, catch us on The Rebound, or go to khmg.org and download the podcast. Listen at your leisure. It's a great way to get caught up on all the back episodes, as well as many other great podcasts we produce here at Harvest Family Radio. It is Friday, May 25th, 4.18 p.m. on episode 266. More live till 5 after this short break. With a little more live till five, it's Friday, May twenty fifth, four twenty one p.m. here at the KHMG studios. Thanks for hanging in there with us, having a little fun this afternoon, relaxing a little bit after a long school year, two semesters under our belt. The year graduating class of twenty eighteen finished last Friday. The teachers at Harvest Christian Academy finished up today with their final cleaning out their classrooms, getting everything ready for the summertime. Everyone's heading out or at least transitioning to their summer mode. Hope that you're going to get a little break this summer as well, listeners. Why did we call it summer? Well, summer, according to the Today I Found Out Feed Your Brain website, summer came from the old English name for the season Sumor. Not Sumor like graham crackers, and but Sumor, which in turn came from the Proto-Germanic Sumer, which itself came from Proto-Indo-European root, Sam, meaning summer. Sam means a variant of the Proto-Indo-European Sem, which, which means together or one. So, really, the name summer just comes from a word, summer. That's, that's it. Not that exciting. Let's talk about some summer things. Let me link a few things together for you here. What is summer sausage? This is from the Wisconsin Cheeseman website of course a an expert pictures of all kinds of sausage here why is it called summer sausage the answer as is one often the case lies in history sausage has been around for centuries and was even mentioned by homer in the odyssey to be honest it was originally made um more it was made more to use up scraps, trimmings, and organs than would normally have gone to, that would normally have gone to waste the meat was ground seasoned aggressively with salt and spices the word sausage comes from Latin salsus, which means preserved in salt. Forced into natural casings, typically very well cleaned hog or sheep intestine, and cooked to make a tasty meal. 
Many types of sausage evolved over the years using different blends of meat and spices and a far, far better cuts of meat, but not always preserved in salt, like what the original word meant. Like all meats, they had to be cooked right away, or eating them would be a risky proposition. Salt was a good start, but it wasn't until the Middle Ages that curing salts like nitrates and nitrites were discovered, providing more effective methods of killing harmful microbes. Smoking the sausage also slowed the microbial growth and added incredible flavor. Another way to inhibit microbial growth was to use beneficial microorganisms through lactic and fermentation. Adding lactobacillus bacteria, found in foods like sauerkraut and yogurt, to the meat, along with the sugar to feed it, produced lactic acid. Not only does the substance inhibit pathogenic or bad bacteria, it also gives the sausage tangy flavor. By using all three preservation methods, lactic acid fermentation, curing, and smoking, sausage makers were able to make a product that was not only delicious, but could be kept without refrigeration even in the summer. They had made summer sausage. Now, just for a few points of clarity, does summer sausage need to be refrigerated? Yes. Before we get too carried away with without refrigeration, it's a relative term. We're talking about meat after all. While there are some dry sausages like pepperoni and sausicon sec, etc., there are shelf stable. Uh, they are shelf stable. Most summer sausage is considered semi-dry and does does need to be refrigerated if you keep it a while. We recommend storing your summer sausage up to one month in the refrigerator. And what's the difference between summer sausage and salami? I know, I know, you've always wondered this. Summer sausage, as mentioned. It's a semi-dry sausage. It loses around 15% of its original moisture during aging. While salami can be considered a type of summer sausage, it generally loses about 25% of its original moisture during aging, making it a dry sausage. This gives it a longer shelf life, and some varieties can even be stored without refrigeration for a while. And then, of course, you know, what kind of cheese is this? a great article. I would encourage you to look it up from the Wisconsin Cheese Man the Cheese Course, What is Summer Sausage? Recipes, Ideas, and More. Great little article there. From Summer Sausage, we go to Pork and Beans. Now, earlier, Lawrence gave me a hard time. He's like, Pork and Beans, what does that have to do with anything? Well, I don't know about your family. My family, if we went on picnics or there was church potlucks or fiestas or fellowships that were outside, 4th of July, we would do baked beans, like barbecue baked beans, because being in Missouri, everything was barbecue. So a lot of times they would do barbecued beans, which were some type of pork pork and beans or something. And then you add in barbecue sauce and sometimes bacon and things like that, or ham, ham hock. And then you'd cook it down and kind of make it a, a nice dish that was very customized. Maybe some mustard in there, really good stuff. But the original pork and beans was kind of the base for a lot of those bean dishes. So what are pork and beans? Well, Campbell Soup Company sells more than 100 million cans of pork and beans each year. Commercially canned pork and beans were, the fir- were first sold in the 1880s, but did not become very popular until H.J. H. Hines came out with their version in 1895. Indianapolis grocer Gilbert Van Camp discovered his customers enjoyed an old family recipe for pork and beans and tomato sauce. He opened up a canning company and Van Camp's pork and beans became an American classic. So now, uh, 
basically it's like a, a bean and a little bit of a red sauce with little pieces of pork. According to this foodreference.com, why is it so hard to find the pork in commercially canned pork and beans? Well, the pork used in commercially manufactured pork and beans is pork fat. During the cooking process, it's virtually all rendered or melted. Manufacturers state that the pork fat is there for flavor, not for meat content. Some pork producers have tried to get companies to use lean pork or stop using the term pork at all. Some have even lobbied the FDA to require the change. Manufacturers say the consumers like the product as they are, so they have no intention of changing them. Van Camp, pork, and beans. Anyway, a good summer product there. Another great summer food product that you might enjoy, I know I do, German potato salad. Here's an article from Recipes from a German Grandma. It's a little website there. Recipes from a German Grandma. Here you go. History of German potato salad. Now, potatoes were not always popular in Germany or Europe after explorers brought them back from South America. In fact, the Germans, a little over 200 years ago, were, uh, were somehow transported into the supermarkets uh, and saw all the potatoes. Let's see. Let me start over. In fact, if Germans a little over 200 years ago were somehow transported into our supermarkets today and saw all the potatoes, they may think we're in a depression. Potatoes were only for the poor, prisoners, and livestock. So how did the potato get from South America to Germany? Well, they mistook potatoes for truffles. Potatoes got to Germany by a long route, first from the Spanish, from South America to Spain, and then they slowly spread through Europe. The Spanish first thought they were truffles, maybe because they were uh, dug from the earth like truffles are. The Italians were the first to try cultivating the potato, but with little luck. The word cartoffel comes from the Italian word tarofolo, or truffle. Since the leaves were poisonous, the potato got a bad reputation and something to avoid. Potatoes also got a reputation for causing lustful thoughts, so many avoided these fruits of the devil, even if they were hungry. And then basically the first potatoes were only seen, for, seen fit for pigs, and then uh, Frederick the Great of the great, the great kings of the German history saw the potential for potatoes as Germany was experiencing many cool, wet summers during the 1700s, which caused the wheat crops to fail. The potatoes were needed not only for the people, but for, to fuel his army. His voluntary efforts failed to interest people in planting potatoes, so he gave an order in 1754 for all his rural administrators to recommend seriously to all farmers to grow potatoes. So they kind of went through that. Then Vincent van Gogh, when living in Holland, right next to Germany, felt the, pe- uh, felt the peasant farmers were a very honest, hardworking breed, and so he painted a pic- picture, picture, picture that they called the Potato Eaters. You'll see this picture. It's a very famous picture of a couple ladies with um, like little bonnets on and then a man sitting around a table. He said the same hand that ate the potato also dug the soil to raise the harvest and it so it was moved by the integrity of these people. Potato Eaters by Vincent Van Gogh. So now you move to potato salad and why is it even called German potato salad? In Germany, potato salad is not called German potato salad. Just as Philadelphia, a cheesesteak isn't called a Philadelphia cheesesteak. Early settlers in America noticed that the German immigrants made this salad and it was warm and had bacon and onions and nice sweet and tart dressing, so they started calling it hot German potato salad. German potato salad was very popular and unique, most probably coming from using leftover roasted or boiled potatoes. In addition to ham or speck, which is German bacon, makes it taste different from other cultures. So as Greece uses olive oil and lemon in their 
hot potato salad, for example. And uh, all the following German potato salad recipes were contributed from readers, and then you can go on and get all these great potato salad recipes. So basically, German potato salad. So we had summer sausage, pork and beans, canned Van Camp pork and beans, German potato salad. The next logical step is to talk about gout. What is gout? Well, gout is a general term for a variety of conditions caused by a buildup of uric acid. The buildup usually affects your feet. If you have gout, you'll probably feel swelling and pain in the joints on your foot, particularly your big toe. Suddenly, an intense pain or gout attack can make you feel like your foot is on fire. Stages and symptoms of gout. There are four stages of gout. Asymptomatic uh, hyperuricemia, acute gout, interval gout, and chronic tophesius gout. These stages vary in symptoms and treatment. It kind of goes on here. Causes of gout. Gout is a complex disease. There are a variety of factors that can play a role in the causing of it. Certain conditions such as blood and metabolism disorders can cause your body to produce too much uric acid. Drinking too much alcohol can also lead to excessive uric acid. Certain foods can also cause gout when you eat too much of them. These are shellfish, red meat, organ meat, sweet juices, and salt. You can... You can also develop gout if your body isn't eliminating uric acid properly, if you're dehydrated or starved, if it can make your body um, have a hard time basically getting rid of the acid, causing it to build up and deposit in your joints. Some diseases and disorders such as kidney and thyroid problems can also impair your body's ability to eliminate uric acid. Medications can also make it hard for your body to eliminate it. Medications include diuretics, immunosuppressive fungal medications, and psychosporine. So... Risk factors for gout. Men ages 40 to 50 years old and older women can develop gout. Men are more likely than women to develop it, however. Family history. If you have someone in your family with gout, you may be more likely to develop it. Diet. Eating too much purine-rich foods. Red meat, organ meat, certain fish contain a lot of purines. Alcohol, medications, and other health conditions. High blood pressure, kidney disease, thyroid disease, sleep apnea, and diabetes can also raise your risk for gout. Treating it, of course, there are a number of different medicines you can take. You can also take, uh, I believe you can take certain juice, like cherry juice extract and things like that. Along with medications, your doctor may recommend a lifestyle change, adjust your diet, reduce alcohol, lose weight, quit smoking. Now, the gout complications that come from that. We won't go through all of that. But gout seemed to be the next logical thing because if you're eating a lot of summer sausage and a lot of potato salad and a lot of canned beans, you know, you might be increasing your chances of developing gout-like symptoms. So there you go. Let's talk about something a little more pleasant, then we'll take a break. Watermelon, another summer treat. You'll start noticing watermelon on sale. The price kind of goes down as the supply goes up. Per capita consumption of fresh watermelon in the United States. Back in 2000, let's see here. As I, as I look at this chart here, the number of per capita in pounds, in pounds per capita, about 13 pounds of fresh watermelon per capita in 2000. In 2016, when this survey was completed, almost 17 pounds, 16.61 pounds of watermelon per capita. That means that there are some people that don't eat watermelon at all, and then there are some people that eat it 
as much as they possibly can. But the average per capita went up three pounds almost over the last 15, 16 years. And uh, it was at its highest in 2016, last time these statistics were compiled. So watermelon consumption is going up. I have noticed that local fruits and vegetables, local watermelon included in that, are much tastier than imported fruits and vegetables. And I'd encourage you, if you ever see someone on the side of the road here on Guam selling fruits or vegetables, patronize their business. They're working hard, and the locally produced produce is very tasty and totally worth it. So we're going to take a short break now. When we come back, a little more Live Till 5, including Chris Harper is going to be back on the air with us. And I'll also talk a little bit more about summertime, some of the things that people do in the summertime. And we'll wrap up the show at the end talking about some of the countries where it's the hardest to be a Christian on the planet. So stick around. I'm Jared Baldwin, your host. This is episode 266, May 25th, Friday afternoon. If you're listening to the live broadcast, 4.36 p.m. A little more live till 5 after this short break. And we're back with a little more Live Till 5. I'm rejoined in studio here by all-around good guy and station manager, Chris Harper. Chris, going into summer mode. Yeah. What changes around KHMG for you in the summertime? Uh, I don't have to do uh, harvest highlights, mm-hmm. which is an everyday thing. And, and it's something I, I actually record it every single day. And so that's, or every weekday, I should say, every during the school calendar, um, which is why, and I need to do that because, as you know about the harvest schedule, it changes very quickly. And when I tried to record it ahead of time, I got burned on dates and stuff oh, yeah. because, or dates or times or whatever. So I do it every day. So I appreciate that because that's not an every single day thing. Uh, the other thing we do is we um well you have to i know that uh you have a little less of a crew available too because sebastian's yeah. gonna be traveling and deborah's take time off deborah has the kids at home so she's usually in here three days a week mm-hmm. so she'll come in once in a while when the kids are at school, cool school and things mm-hmm. but she'll not be a regular in the office and then we've got a lot of production stuff that we got to do we got to really uh, do a lot of heavy production on building great leaders this summer and then uh, we're doing another uh devotional show that I've been working on every day this year so far. And uh, we're going to produce those this summer, get those on the air. And just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of work to be done during the summer, but it's not, um, it's not as every day. Well, let's put it this way. There's not as many deadlines. I would say you can work at a little bit less of a breakneck Pace. Sure, sure. You know, because like, don't, we don't have so many activities that are I- yeah. interrupting the day either. Right. If I have to go to meetings and things, like I won't have management team meetings. I won't right. have meetings with the communications team. I won't have, you know, so I won't have to, you know, break away. And then I'm preparing for my show, you know, and that if I have to break away, then I have, I'm not prepared and I need to run up here quickly. And yeah, it's just not as 
it's less structured in a lot of ways. So I'm thankful for that. But we also push things to the summer because, you know, we pile up some work right, for right, the summer, which right. is what we've done this summer. We were a little bit behind on production schedule for Building Great Leaders with Dr. Les Olala. And so this this summer, I told Sebastian, we got to we got to hammer through, you know, building great leaders yep. shows. So. I got to say that is one of my favorite shows though, to listen to Oh, yeah. because not only Dr. Olala, you know, I, I look to him, some of my spiritual lineage because some of my training was underneath him yeah. uh, in the early stages of college, but also just the quality of what he's saying. He understands the listener. He, he really, He's, it's very appealing as a listener to listen to what he's saying because he gives a practical biblical application. He illustrates it really well. It's got an entertainment quality to it because, it, you know, just the way he tells stories, just he's just a great storyteller, but it's all it always goes back to biblical application. It's not just about the stories. Yeah. And uh, very practical. Every time you listen to one of his messages, it's, it's very counsel-related. I was listening a day or two ago when he was talking about um, Pegram, uh, the the gentleman who was playing basketball and yeah. had a heart attack and how they and and actually one of that gentleman who died of heart attack one of his sons became one of our staff members for a few years here oh, wow. and just had a new baby this week so yeah it's just really neat and just some of the stories he tells because you know just a little bit about the story sometimes because of other messages he said yeah really is a blessing so I enjoy that and I enjoy the new Bob Jones pulpit. Uh, uh, daily platform. Daily platform. You know, I had, I mean, I don't think I, people hear Steve Pettit or Sam Horn, like today Sam Horn was mm-hmm. on, and they, I'm, I'm not sure that they understand that's a new show because sure. they're like, oh, well, I know those voices. Right, right. But I've had several comments this week saying, including this morning in our staff yeah, meeting, right. um, I'm pretty sure that Steve Pettit message that was referenced was on yesterday's daily yep. platform. So people are being impacted um one of our regular listeners cw also uh, contacted me this week great about uh, one of the messages he heard and it so i mean people are listening to this stuff and so it's well worth every moment we spend producing it or absolutely editing it or whatever we got to do so and it's great people can go to our website khmg.org and we have a library of yeah. hundreds and hundreds of sermons that right. you can look up via what the topic? You can look it up by speaker. You can look it up by Bible passage, and uh, I'd encourage people to download those as well because it's a great opportunity to yeah. build up your repertoire. You're, you're studying a passage, or you need to grow in a certain area, a topic. You can pick it, download it, listen to it later on. Yeah, it's great. So, what do you have for us today? Well, uh, I didn't. Um, I didn't pull out the news, and that's because I was concentrating on something that happened this week. I don't know if um, we've mentioned on the show before uh, the Babylon Bee. That's a satire website. Yes, but people actually may know the owner of that site. Well, he's no longer the owner. That's part of the story today. His name is Adam Ford, but the Babylon Bee was not his first project. His first project was a web comic called Adam 4D. Oh yes, I I never put that together. Yes, the, he is the he was the owner of the Babylon Bee. So those web comics, a number of them were very popular online. Yes, and were distributed widely. And then he started the Babylon Bee. That's gotten very big now. 
bunch of employees. And just this week, I saw him tweet out that he has sold the Babylon Bee, but to the um, some people that were already there and an entrepreneur who he knows will take good care of it and, and that sort of thing. And the reason he sold Babylon B is to start a new endeavor, which I was very interested in. And if you go to this website, it's the Christian Daily Reporter, christiandailyreporter.com. Um, it's a news website. In the, in the tradition of a website like... Uh, the Drudge Report. Okay. Now, the Drudge Report is known for basically curating. It's not a, necessarily that there are articles written by someone from, the, you know, like Matt Drudge doesn't write the articles for the Drudge Report. It's basically a, a curation tool mm-hmm. that will give you the top stories of the day and the most interesting stories of the day. For people who use Reddit, I don't use Reddit, uh, but for people who use Reddit... Um, that's a similar feel to it. It's a it's an aggregator that will show you you know the top stories of the day. So that's that's basically what this is, and they have a manifesto on their site, which is actually quite interesting. I'm not sure I would have called it a manifesto, but uh, maybe you could have said just an about page or something. Mm-hmm. But it, it's quite interesting how he um, talks about. Uh, the way news is spread today and why people don't trust it because people tend not to trust news that is um, sent via social media because they're, they're nervous about whether or not this is legit. So now I would, I would uh, hasten to add that he didn't have this in his manifesto, but I would just say we're talking about conscientious people who are that discerning uh, because it's not everyone. Uh, but so he makes the point that that's the way news spreads. And he says the Christian Daily Reporter will never be on a social media site. So you can't go. They don't have Twitter. They don't have Facebook. They don't have any other way. You have to visit the Christian Daily Reporter in order to get the these uh, news stories. Someone could link maybe the web address to a social media post. Sure. But that's not their intent. That's not their intent. But it's, it is very, very interesting because I found myself looking at every article on here. Just, just to give you an idea, um, one of the, they're all uh, um, related to uh, uh, Christians and things that are of interest to a believer. Okay, and he's a he's a conservative Christian yes. in many ways. That's so. why his satire is so right. sharp because he walks in our shoes, and um, his satire is coming from a place of familiarity, but not a place of actual uh, toxic criticism. Right. Yeah. Well, just just to give you an idea, um, there's a the headlines that came up today. One I was quite interested in. Amazon device in couple's home records private conversation, sends to random contact. Oh. Sure enough, it's a documented event that Amazon is trying to solve and settle. Basically what happened, it was was triggered to record the conversation and then triggered to send it to someone uh, because of uh, getting, basically getting something mixed up. Whatever was said triggered this to occur. And of course this is, this is something that people laughed and joked about, that perhaps right. this could happen. Yes. And it indeed did happen. And then just um, 
Google Home overtakes Amazon Echo. There's kind of like some tech stuff. Uh, if you go over to the right-hand side, there's a lot of uh, international news. Um, there's things about the Christian world where it talks about a popular false teacher fundraising for a $54 million jet. Um, just very interesting stuff. Um, and so I, w- I would go check it out. It, sure. And it's, it's, it's linking you to... Um, credible news outlets. You know, there's not a lot of junk news outlets that it's sending you to, yeah. but a variety of news outlets. So I, I think it's a good a good thing to look at. It's Christian Daily Reporter, and it does show up on Google. So if you type in Christian Daily Reporter, it'll show up. So I wonder if they're going to have an app that'll that you can get. They'll take an you straight app to would the, be great. Yeah, and I would also I'm going to request. I'm going to tweet him and request an RSS feed. I don't know if people use RSS feeds, but that's all I use is RSS feeds for getting news, mm-hmm. and that'll send it directly to like Feedly. People yep. have Feedly or different uh, RSS readers on their phones and stuff, and it's a great. That's a great option. I'd like to get that as well. So, yeah, it's a great thing. Excellent, excellent. And yep. if people have never checked out Babylon B, yeah, and if you like satire, uh, sure, it, it's not even sarcasm. It's it's a specific type of humor right. where they take something that is. They're, they take something that is either so opposite of what would be perceived to be true, and they write a story about it. Right. Um, or they take something that is so close to something absurd that is actually happening, right. and they write a story about it. So, and right. it's it's uh, it's done. And now it, it's not. They don't shy away from tough topics with their satire. Sometimes they're making a very poignant remark but sometimes it's just hilarious and yep. and 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 i like both kinds actually um i'm not the type of person to repost things though um you know i found that uh, in my own life the only time i repost thing is if it's something positive like a podcast something sure. that i think will be edifying to someone so you probably won't see me reposting anything from any babylon b satire stuff yeah. because without context sometimes people don't understand but i do personally enjoy it i, I think it's pretty funny and the way they write it's clever yeah. it's not real long but but they'll have a writer write a story as if it really happened and it's it's five or six paragraphs i mean they put a lot of thought into it it's well worded yeah. funny so anyway, really, really good stuff. Thanks a lot for sharing that with us, Chris. I'm going to check out that website. Yep. All right. Well, before we take a break, I want to just share something about the summertime. I got two articles from AAA. I'll take a very short, short uh, break here. But AAA has two articles I'll, I'll send you to. One, move over, baby boomers. Millennials embrace family travel. And this is an article from AAA's Julie Hall, manager, AAA Public Relations, Basically, led by millennials, some 88 million Americans plan to take family vacations this year. According to the latest research on AAA travel, 44% of millennials are planning a family getaway more than members of Gen X, 39%, or baby boomers, 32%. And then the other one, family vacation is still a popular priority for millions of Americans. This was from uh, a little over a year ago, but now is the time when millions of families across the country are starting to plan getaways for spring break, summer vacation, or long holiday weekends. According to a recent AAA survey, more than one-third of Americans, 35%, are planning to take vacations of 50 miles or more away from home. Very interesting, AAA's uh, research there, and that is their specialty. So we're going to take just a short break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up the show. So stick around. More Live Till 5 after this. 
with me, Lord. God, walk with me. Walk with me, Lord. God, walk with me. While I'm on this old tedious journey, I want Jesus to walk with me. And we're back with the last few minutes of Live Till 5. Thanks for tuning in today on this Friday, May 25th. Again, tune in Saturdays, noon to 2, Sunday night, 7 to 9 p.m. If you ever miss part of the show, World Watch List 2018 from Open Doors Ministry, 50 countries where it's most dangerous to follow Jesus. Country number 11 might be surprising to you. Religious nationalism is the source of persecution. Population of 1.3 billion 63,970,000 Christians, main religion, Hinduism. And the biggest danger in persecution is really the danger of violence, surprisingly, in this country. 86.5% danger of violence. This is the country of India. Prayer points pray for Christian converts from Hinduism who are forcefully pressured into returning to national religion. Pray with Christians in India for God's provision and protection as they boldly evangelize in states that have anti-conversion laws. And pray for Christian girls placed under house arrest by their families because of their faith. Ask God to encourage them and pray for their family. Pray that their families come to know Christ. That was country 11. Country 12, number 12, has a much lower persecution rate, but church life, national life, private life, and family life are all almost as high as you can get. 98% uh, pressure on church life in the country of Saudi Arabia. It's Islamic oppression, 32 million people, just a fraction of the population of India, 1,406,000 Christians, main religion is Islam. It's absolute monarchy. Prayer points, pray the Saudis who receive and who recently embrace the truth of the gospel would become strong and mature in the Lord. Pray the Christian Saudis will find ways to share the truth with their own family members and ask God to strengthen the church and give leaders wisdom and boldness in the face of intense Islamic oppression. Not everywhere enjoys the freedoms that we have here in Guam and in the United States of America, but what a blessing we have. We need to remember our brothers and sisters in Christ in these countries where it's very difficult to proclaim the name of Jesus. And we are blessed to do that. If you do not have a church home, we encourage you to come visit us here at Harvest Baptist Church this Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m., Adult Bible Fellowship Classes. 10.30 a.m. is our morning worship service. We sing, we read scripture, we pray. You'll hear preaching from God's word. And if you do not have a church home where that is happening, I encourage you, please come visit us. Be faithful to your church home. Even though it's summertime, don't let your guard down. Don't, don't, take a spiritual vacation. I'm I'm one of the pastors here at Harvest. Love to meet you. Please come up and introduce yourself if you came because of listening to this show. And that's it for our two hours of Live Till 5. Fastest two hours of my week. Glad to have you with us on this episode 266 on this Friday, May 25th. Live Till 5 here on KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata, Guam. Have a great weekend.